I think more so he thought of her as a friend, sure. Um, but clearly they had like, you know, they had a relationship of some kind. I mean, they were they were shacking up at some point. A little more uh, friends with benefits. Than yeah. Yeah. And, else. and I don't I don't think that he necessarily saw it as like he was sad that you know like oh someone he was close to died or that like a friend of his died i think more so he just saw it as oh i got another person killed and we are live with another episode of the key talks uh, it seems like just yesterday we had an episode of the Keeg Talks. Yes, it's true. Yesterday was Shazam. Today the Keeg's talking The Last of Us, uh, which is the HBO Max show based off of the Naughty Dog PlayStation game. Uh, we're here to talk about the show and, you know, maybe some of the some of the game stuff. I'm your host, Dimitri Pereira. If you are watching the live stream, you can see exactly who my guests are on this episode and that means you're watching us on twitch.tv slash the keeg show or youtube.com slash the keeg show but if you're listening to the podcast more power to you you're probably like driving to work or something uh but you can't see who the guests are so let me introduce them to you first uh it's been a while well we got ginger snark herself ryan terhune on the show uh ryan it's been a long time hello hello good to be back yeah I don't remember the last time I had you on the show. I used to have you on the key back a lot back when we used to do the key back on yeah, Friday nights. I was starting to wonder if I did something wrong. Yeah, you got the show canceled. I knew it. I yeah. knew it. I'm just too funny. People couldn't handle it. That's what it, it was. Yeah. yeah. People were like, hey, Ryan, you should take over the key. You should do a coup. And then you were just like, nope, cut it. We're done. That's yeah. it. Yeah. Got Yeah sink the ship before it can be taken by pirates you know uh but i'm glad to have you back and we're talking last of us you know very excited about that a very light-hearted show so oh yeah i didn't cry once Mm -mm. i mean that's probably true you didn't cry once (laughs) yeah that is that is very true not just once yeah uh you may know him from episodes of comic talk where he frequents at least once a month. We got Drew Maxi, aka Drew Deficit, spelled Drew X Deficit. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, huh, huh, hold on. I I I You didn't you didn't account for that. Yeah, yeah. You were like, how's uh, my mic, but not how's my throat? Well, you know, when we were talking before this, my throat was working just fine. But uh when you were giving your introduction, I was like worried that i was just like pounding water and yeah. uh it was probably being picked up um so you know i thought my throat was gonna be fine it wasn't you're, you're good i mean it's better than that than your voice cracking or something <laughs> i don't think the uh, voice crack is, is is that big of a deal i don't know i i feel like as an adult man i i mean you're stretching the word adult there <laughs> look we're all going through changes i get it i get it but I'm glad to have you, especially on a non-comic book related show. Because we do a lot of shows with the key, right? Uh, comic Talk is every Thursdays where we talk about like literal comic books that came out that week. Uh, but this is this is a little bit different. Yeah, this is I think uh, we did we did the Black Adam episode 
but this That's is right. the only this is the That's only right. time that I've ever done like a non comic episode besides that, and that one like yeah. is kind of comics related. Although this one is too because Neil Druckmann did do a Last of Us comic book. Uh, is there really? I didn't know that. There there are several of them actually. Oh wow. Um, one uh, is I don't know if they're considered like canon to the game, but uh, Neil Druckmann did write a story about Ellie and Riley um, that is, uh, uh, you know, takes place before they go to the mall. Is the mall part of the game as well? So the mall is um, it was uh, a piece of DLC for the game. So oh. you you would play through the whole game and then the DLC came out and uh, then you do uh, the, you know, the whole mall event. Yeah. That's that's wild because I have no I don't know if we said this on, on the show. I have not played the games. I didn't have a PlayStation back when Last of Us came out. Um, but I saw a friend play it and I was like, oh. Okay, cool. Ryan, you haven't played the games either? I have, I have not played the games. Um, I have watched a little bit of playthrough, like just not the full the full game though, just some of it. So I'm familiar with it, but not 100%. Yeah. Um, yeah, I've only <laughs> played the game where like you're fighting mushrooms and you're like jumping and you're hitting bricks with the top of your head. And then you're like, oh, <laughs> And like, is the accent included? Yeah, yeah. Oh no, my head. Um, <laughs> that was Super Mario Brothers. I'm sorry. He also oh. fights mushrooms. <laughs> Drew, uh, I, I thought I thought you were with me this whole time, but okay. Um, shout out to uh, people in our chat. Uh, we got Brent Lloyd up there on YouTube saying, "Hey." Um, and then we got Sean XSTL on Twitch. First that guy's, chatter, that guy's unimportant. Saying, hey. That guy's unimportant. You don't need to talk about him. Two two random people <coughs> said, hey. No, Sean, uh, Sean, that's, Sean is a, a really good friend of mine. Uh, uh, and uh, he loves The Last of Us. So yeah. uh, I tipped him off to this. And he was, he's, I'm, I'm hoping that he's going to like be participating in the, uh, uh, in the chat there. Yeah. Uh, we also got Alec from State Farm saying, yo, that intro is awesome. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, <laughs> CTK Evasive says Turo commercial. I don't know what that means. Uh, and Chipotle. Oh, maybe the commercial before they watch this Twitch thing. Oh, they're getting ads. Um, Sean XSTL says there's a joke about Drew's throat working in there somewhere. Um, yeah, we'll figure it out afterwards. Uh, but shout out to everybody out there watching uh, and or listening. Um, this show, when, when this show came out or like was it announced, um, Ryan, having not played the game, did you know what the show was about? I knew enough about the game to know what the show was about. Yeah. Um, and I knew that the two main characters. So, but beyond that, like I didn't know any, any, lore or backstory or any other characters i only knew joel and ellie so everything else was kind of fair game i was i was excited though because i i love the actors in there um and it looked good leading up you know i don't really watch trailers but 
every once in a while there's, there's a little teaser trailer and you just kind of sit through it anyways but um yeah it looks super exciting and really interesting and then we watch the first episode and we're like this is gonna be good <laughs> yeah i mean yeah uh i didn't have much of an opinion <laughs> um mostly I, I i'm gonna be honest i wasn't gonna watch this show uh originally which would have meant we wouldn't be doing this episode either uh because I, I wouldn't have watched it but then episode three came out and people were talking so much about episode three mm -hmm. that I was like, okay, all right, fine. That's I think that's I the will... episode that got the most draw and the most people and more audience into the show. Um, I, I will say it's been a while since there's been a show that I was like looking forward to each week to every episode. Mm. Like, oh yes, it's Sunday. Like I can finally watch the next episode. Um yeah, it was just, it was very well, very well done, for sure. Yeah. yeah. Drew, being a fan of, of the games, what were your thoughts? Like, right. Hearing that they were going to do a show on it. So uh, I knew it was inevitable that the game was going to get adapted because it just, it was so completely, like, there was a period of time when, if somebody said that they played video games, they played The Last of Us and like they talked about The Last of Us. And I, I didn't play it until they did their like the remaster on PS4. So mm -hmm. like, you know, when it came out on, on PlayStation 3 originally, it was just like that was the game that everybody was talking about, you know. Um, and it just made sense to adapt it because it is so like it's already incredibly cinematic like the presentation of the game and the way that it does try to like um, the way that it does try to like uh, uh, really hook you in, in the emotions. Um, so my initial response was, Oh yeah, they're going to make that. And it's probably going to be pretty good. But there was another part of me, a more, really a more vocal part of me that was just like, does it need to exist? Right. Like, because the game is already incredibly cinematic, incredibly emotional, and, like, on top of that, interactive. You know? It gives the player the ability to take an active part in the storytelling. And so I was just like, I don't know. If it just follows the game, it's going to be good. But then what's the point of it? Like, why does it need to be there? Like, why do you need to recreate something that, that you can already just go experience in a different way? Yeah. Um, and so, like, I wouldn't I, I'm, I'm not saying that to be like, oh, I can't believe they adapted this game or like that. I was upset about it. It was more so just like. I don't know. And then when I saw the trailers and they were just like the trailers, the selling point was, look how much it looks like the game. Yeah, so I was just like, it's hard to put your faith in vi in video game adaptations, right? Some people hate adaptations as a concept. Like some people are just like, I don't want anything adapted ever. Right. I'm not yeah. that. I'm not that way. I'm I'm not that person either. Um, although there is a part of me that is kind of just like, can't we just let art stay what it was meant to be? Mm -hmm. You know, which really comes down to if you're going to adapt something 
the only reason why from an artistic perspective is like you can you think you think you can add to it or make it better in in some way yeah um and so yeah i mean like i'm i'm not saying that to say that like i was a detractor of it or anything or that i was like you know like upset that it was being made but there was a part of me that was just like dude this show doesn't need to exist yeah it's, I, it's one of those oh go, go ahead oh i was just gonna say i'm i'm a fan of uncharted and that is also a game that just has a lot of like cinematic <laughs> cutscenes and all that stuff uh where it's like you're playing the story anyway the story happened like you're seeing it why mm -hmm. do you need a movie and then the movie came out and it was bad <laughs> well i was gonna say that like yes it, it's so the story itself and how cinematic the game is is so perfect on its own. But what doing an adaption does is makes that story and that enjoyable cinematic feeling more accessible to more people. Because some people don't play video games or don't have the time to play video games and they want access to that story. And yeah, I mean, you could watch like a playthrough on YouTube or something, but that again takes hours and hours and hours usually because games are meant to be played for a long time. Um, to be more enjoyable but when you are able to condense just the base story and all the good parts of it into you know an eight episode show that someone can watch binge watch in a weekend if they want to it makes that story more available to more people and to be more enjoyed and talked about by more people yeah and 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 so then that said uh i think if you are going to adapt something the first thing that you should do is cast um, Pedro like, Pascal? Well, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, I'm really looking forward to the Bayonetta TV show with him in it as uh, Bayonetta. <laughs> um, but uh, no, I think like the, the thing you have to do is really set it up to like, how do we play to the strength of the medium that we're adapting it to? And, yeah. and... If I'm being honest, I don't think they did that. Oh, I, I don't think I don't think that they made it for television. I like um, in all the ways that they could, I guess. Mm -hmm. I don't think that, I don't think that they really utilize the potential of television. The 100%. medium of television. Yes. Um, again, I really liked this show. I was a big fan of it yeah but there were times like there were some episodes that left me wanting more because i was just like i i did this already and i played it which maybe just means that the show those parts of the show weren't necessarily made for me mm. um that is my only complaint about the show by the way is that okay. i don't i don't think i think that there were things they could have done better but I'm also going to add like a little disclaimer there. Um, right around the time that the show started, I was like head first into binge watching Better Call Saul, which is maybe one of the best television shows I've ever seen. Mm. Um, not just story wise, but like the way that it used its camera as like a method for telling the story, like, Visual storytelling in Better Call Saul is awesome. Um, and then by comparison, it kind of made every show look not as good. 
So maybe if like a year from now, before season two starts, I binge, go through season season one again, I might feel different. Yeah. Ryan, uh, did I don't I don't know where to uh, I'm trying to figure out where to go with that. Uh, well, here here's a question for anyone: is is there an adaptation that has has done really well before Last of Us? Like any, uh, let's just say, video game adaptation. Well, I mean, what do you mean? Think. What do you mean by really well? I don't know. Uh, like, like a I, good I job of adapting the game, or like that's just a, that's also a well good received. The Resident yeah. Evil series made a buttload of money. <clears throat> oh, but no, I don't. I don't think mean those... money. I mean at least enjoyment or just a quality movie. For example, like I think the um, I like the Sonic movies. I like Sonic 2 better than Sonic 1, but like I like them. I think they stick to the soul of of the characters, but they're it's not the same story. It's not any of the stories that have happened in the in the video games. It is what it is, but I think it was a really good adaptation cuz they tried new things, right? I mean, I was going to say The Witcher. Um I really like that show, but I haven't played the game, so I can't really say if they did a good job and i know it's also books as well like there's a whole <laughs> it's a whole thing yeah um but like i can't say for sure if they did a good job adapting the games to a show but i do know the show on its own as its own thing is pretty good i think oh, um, oh the witcher yeah i think i think um kind of on the opposite i have not watched all of this show i've only seen episodes but it was so critically acclaimed. But I'm familiar with the game that it's based on is like the Castlevania series that's on Netflix. Yeah. Uh, people, love show. people love it. Yeah, people absolutely love it. And, uh, you know, it's like an adaptation of uh, Castlevania 3, at least in <laughs> its first season, um, or at least it draws from Castlevania 3. But also the story of Castlevania 3 is like very kind of, you know, early games didn't have very rich stories. Right. So they they can kind of just do whatever they want. Which they right. kind of did. <laughs> but it was really good. Um, yeah. yeah, I know Castlevania, they just kind of drew like the characters in the world and like the base idea. And then they just built their own story around it. But it was, it was really good. Yeah. Which, which is really what when before this this before the last of us debuted and before there was like a trailer or anything like that it was just like we're adapting the last of us there was a part of me that hoped that that's what they were going to do with it that it wasn't going to be about joel and ellie that it was going to be like in the world of the games Mm -hmm. and like maybe you would get an entire season of episode three you know like like Mm. These these characters because like okay you guys haven't played the game. Uh, Bill is in the game, um, but he he that story is presented differently. By the time you meet Bill, everything that has happened, you know, the events of that third episode has happened, and you learn about it through dialogue or you learn about it through mostly like documents that you find um and and read through yeah um yeah. and obviously you know it it's different than what happens at the end of that third episode i heard it's more negative um 
in the game. I mean, like their yeah, relationship is negative. Yeah. Um, if I remember correctly, and like I said, it, it has been a while since I played the game. Um, if I remember correctly, like it's more like it's more like um, Joel knows of Bill, but he doesn't have a relationship with him. And if he does have a relationship with him, it's like a like traitor only kind of thing. Um, you say um, traitor or traitor like with like a D they, or with a T? With a D. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, yeah. But in this, they fleshed it out for the show. Yes. Is that how it worked? Yes. Uh, so like his partner, whose name is escaping me right now. I want to say um, like, wait, what's his name? bill the guy's name is bill yeah and then bill and da dan john ted, steve ted. ted is it ted <laughs> it's it's not ted okay but uh, I'll, I'll have to look it up but yeah but yeah like like bill's partner is already long gone um and uh wait bill and ted I yeah that was the joke there you go <laughs> i didn't yeah i didn't get that until right now okay um like Bill's partner is already long gone and you kind of learn about him um, posthumously uh, very briefly. Um, but everything they did for the show is like way better than that. And it still serves the purpose because the purpose, the reason in the game, the reason you go to find Bill is because you need a battery for a car or you need a car. Uh, and so like you still in the show, you still get that it's, Joel shows up, gets the car, and now he can go to where Tommy is. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So, like, but... But the, the show, like, immerses you more into the world, you're saying, yeah. than what the game did. Yeah, yeah. In a, it, well, in a different way. Um, in a yeah. different way, yeah. You get, to, you, you, know, you, you get to experience it through new characters who you don't yeah. know at all. So, like, it's fresh and it's new and it's exciting and you don't know what's... I mean, you have an idea of what's going to happen with them, mm -hmm. but, like, you know, you can't say yeah. for sure because they've already changed something, you know, and, so, and I loved that about yeah. episode three. Well, and it, it was also in a way that with the media that they were working with, you know, the TV show, the best way to draw people into the world and learn more about the world um, than, you know, what they would have done in the game. So, yeah, you do have to do it a little bit differently. Um, but CTK basically made a good point because you were talking about how you were hoping they would kind of do something like in the world of the last of us instead but in the chat you said you know you gotta start what gotta get traction before the spinoffs start and this, sure, this yeah. show was like a great way to get it started and now like even if they weren't going to do season two if they're like oh it's a spinoff of you know this character or that character they'd be like okay i'm, I'm down you know yeah did great Is, job with the mm, first one if there's a character interesting enough to get a spinoff in this show Tommy, Maeve, like who's interesting enough in this show? Well, yeah, you got to think like if they don't want to completely break away from what's going on with the games, then you got to do a character who you don't see very often. So like, you know, Tommy, uh, I know you guys, the two of you said that you haven't played the second game. Yeah. Um, and, I, you know, whatever they may do, I don't want to spoil anything. Um, but, you know, Tommy is present for portions of the second game. Mm. Um, but there's a lot where he's not. So you can flesh that out. You mm -hmm. can you can flesh out, you know, this little like 
uh, commune that you see in uh, in season one. Um, those characters, you know, what are they doing? How did they get there? Yeah, uh, different things like that. So before we get into into um, like the the episodes. Uh, I was coming at this thinking this was just going to be a more straightforward zombie thing, but instead of zombie zombies, they're fungal zombies. Um, mostly because, like, yeah, I, I've seen... I, I stopped at a certain point, but, like, I've seen a lot or most of The Walking Dead. And that stems from the fact that, like, I didn't want to watch The Walking Dead back in the day because I was afraid. I, I, I get scared for horror stuff. Like, I don't do horror that well. Uh, but I watched the first episode of The Walking Dead, uh, with a bunch of friends, and I loved it. So then, after that first episode, I read as many of the comics from the beginning as I could as I was watching along. So it got to a point where, like, I was suddenly caught up with all the comics. The comics had overshot where the show was, and I was also seeing that the show was diverging from the comics in, like, very key ways. One character will die instead of the other one when comparing the comic to the show. And so, like, I feel like people are are kind of uh, tired of zombie stuff, but Last of Us, I guess, tries different things, and people aren't tired of it. I'm I'm not well, quite sure how this well, works. The, the thing with the Last of Us is the zombies aren't the focus, right? Like, but, and that's because a lot of my friends when I first started watching it and like talking about it, they were like, "Ah, oh, no, not another zombie, not another zombie show." I'm tired of zombies. I was like, "No, no, no, it's not." The zombies aren't the main point. And then they watch it and they're like, oh yeah, they're they're there. It's like part of the world, but it's not always running from zombies. They're always fighting the zombies. They're trying no. to, you know, and it's like, yeah, they're trying to find a cure, but that's not the point of the show. <laughs> that's part of the storyline, but that's not the whole point. Yeah, they're the, yeah. the 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 you know, fungal infection is really more setting than it is anything, you know. It's right. I mean, instead of trees you have these like infected people it, it i was going to say it, it's more like it's more like you know it's a dystopian future where like there's just packs of wolves around yeah the show yeah. isn't I mean, about you could, you the could pack trade of wolves. out the zombies for any any monster you know or creature or something yeah. predator mutant thing you know you could trade out for anything and the, the main storyline of Joel and Ellie would be still there and still intact this is right. this is the thing about the last of us that i always say when i want to sound like i'm smart and but i think it's a pretty smart thing to say is that i think people at least people i've interacted with they don't recognize that there's two meanings to the title the first meaning is the very obvious one it's that you know the last of us refers to the number of people who are still alive and, and, un, un, and uninfected. But what the title really refers to is the concept of like, what do you do with the last of who you are as a human being? Because as the show goes on or as the, as the, the game goes on, the story, whatever, the characters lose what it is that makes them human. And, you know, by the end of the season, you have watched Joel. I mean, I think all the all the all the you know complaining that I did about they didn't utilize the medium of television, but they did in that last episode. 
where he goes on that slow motion montage, just mowing mm-hmm. people down. Yeah. And then they focus on all the people he's killed. That's it showing you that Joel is shedding the last of him as a person in order to save. He's he's essentially in his eyes, sacrificing his humanity to give Ellie a shot, you know, at, at being alive. Um, which is a very selfish thing of him to do, which again, just plays into he's, he's, he's losing his humanity. And I think that that's a theme that carries over into the second game. And it, I mean, it's, it's enhanced in the second game. Yeah. Cause it's remastered for PS4. Yeah. 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 <laughs> it's enhanced. Um, yeah. Uh, I mean, where, I mean, I don't I don't remember how many episodes this season was, but it seemed like it was really nine. Quick. It just seemed really quick. And like um I like this season. I just I felt like it was pretty A to B mm-hmm. like the whole way through. There wasn't any like for example, uh something I thought about today or yesterday was that like there wasn't a because I'm also thinking about like why the last man, but like there wasn't a group of people hunting Ellie down because she has like knowing that she, she is immune. There's like no side plot of like people trying to hunt her down because of that. You get what I mean? It was pretty much like, just get her to the drop zone. And that was right. Like it. You know, I would have thought for something like TV, there would have been plot points that come in and out. There would have been like a second group that wanted to experiment on her kind of thing. Cause I don't think there'd be any, any living human that would be like, just got, you know, done. There's the situations where they see her bitten and they think, Oh, she's infected. Just get rid of her now. Right. But like, if they knew, Oh, she's been immune kind of thing. Like, I feel like there would be a second group that would have tried to come in. So yeah, I, I do see that. But also if that did happen, I feel like there would have been too much going on in season one. If there was a second group constantly coming in and out. Right. I think they were just trying, they were trying to focus on singular stories, which is very interesting for TV because TV doesn't normally do singular stories, Mm. you know? So I thought that was, that was interesting. Uh, Alec from State Farm says Neil's philosophy for the game and the show was simple story slash idea, complex characters. I mean, we definitely see that. Characters are Mm -hmm. complex. We start off, we start off in Boston, right? In that first episode, that's kind of where it takes place is Boston mm-hmm. in the safe zone. Um, did you guys like Tess? Ryan, I'm gonna ask you because like I, I didn't know what to expect with Tess because I haven't played I didn't play the game, so I didn't know. She grew on me pretty quick. I really yeah? I really did like I liked her as soon as she started interacting with Ellie. That's when she grew on me of mm-hmm. like just the banter that they had and just kind of her you know treating her like an adult but still a kid in that way um yeah i did i did like her uh the actress anna torv uh was in fringe so i don't know if you guys have seen fringe Mm -mm. but i've seen a good amount of episodes of fringe i never finished it but i should probably finish it but um fringe was a fun fun show about the multiverse and stuff like that um but uh, she's like the main character in that. 
And so it was interesting to see her here, maybe, you know, five years, seven years after Fringe was over. Um, and then she dies. Oops. Yeah. I didn't yeah. really care, though. Was that bad? You know, there were certain characters that I think they just you didn't have enough time to get attached to them. Yeah. And I think Tess was one of them. Like, you're like, oh, yeah, she's a cool character, but you didn't get any background. You didn't get her interact. Like, even her and Joel's relationship, you didn't really get a lot of that. Like, I, I, yeah. You could have told me that they were just business partners. And I've been like, yeah, that tracks. <laughs> that sleeping like, in bed. That's fine. Yeah. Right. You know, I was like, yeah. I didn't get that. And even afterwards, like with Joel reacting to the loss of her, I still didn't get that, like, they were a thing. So usually what gets me, what makes me cry <laughs> and mourn characters is watching other characters react to the loss. Like, that's what gets me. Right. It's not usually the character. You know, like, spoiler alert, when Tony Stark dies. And it's like, I yes, I loved his character. And I didn't want him to go. But, like, what got me was watching everybody else mourn him. And I was like, oh, gosh, dang it. All right, where's the tissues? Um, yeah. But yeah, it's that was the thing is like Tess didn't really get me as hard. So it, they show more in episode three about their relationship than mm -hmm. like after her death. Yeah. Than the first two episodes. It felt like she was more of a a plot tool to move things yeah. around than like a character. That was that was my only downside. I loved her and Ellie. I loved like the little bits we got of that, but as a whole, it just there just wasn't enough of her. Yeah, Drew, I knew she was. I, I just I was gonna say like, uh, well, a, a couple things. For one, um, I don't think that Joel Joel is sad when Tess dies, but I don't think it's because like he thought of them as a thing. I think more so he thought of her as a friend, sure um but clearly they had like you know they had a relationship of some kind i mean they were they were shacking up at some point a little more uh, friends with benefits than yeah yeah and, else. and i don't i don't think that he necessarily saw it as like he was sad that you know like oh someone he was close to died or that like a friend of his died i think more so he just saw it as oh i got another person killed you know, I think that Joel was focusing on himself. Yeah, I was about um, to say, I kind of got that, like, I failed feeling yeah, yeah. from him more than anything else. Yeah. And so, like, you know, I, 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 I think it makes sense, especially as you say that, like, for you, it's seeing people mourn somebody that makes you sad. Because I don't think he's necessarily mourning Tess. I think he's just, like, upset at himself at what mm -hmm. he's done. But he's also, I think there's also part of him that's just like... Yep, of course. We knew that was going to happen because that's what happens when I get involved with people, mm -hmm. which which is why he's like so shut off from everybody. And, you know, he's playing that like stoic Western white man kind of thing, <laughs> you know? Yeah. Joel, uh, Joel had, Joel's character had me torn the whole season. Like just like, obviously, I, I love Pedro Pascal, like his character Joel's character as a whole, like you want to root for him, but then he makes decisions that you're just like, like what? Why? What, what stood out to you? Uh, the biggest one is at the end. Oh well, before the end. <laughs> I mean, before that, like him trying to 
have um what is his brother's name tommy 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 take ellie and like not even like let's go together like i just need reinforcements and help like he just wanted to be done with it because he was afraid of failing again but yeah just that and when he snapped at ellie like i'm not your dad kind of argument that i was like come on man (laughs) i don't you've had all this time all these months all this hardship that you went through together and you're just gonna like break her heart like that and she's a little there's always gonna be the airbud moment you know i i know the the airbud moment where it's like get out of here you dumb dog i never loved you in the first place yeah you know that whole thing but yeah and then the end of the season like i still don't know how to feel about his decision not to save ellie like that was it was dumb that they were going to cut into her without running any other kind of test that was just stupid Um, but his decision to lie to her, like, I think why? it's because, well, I think she shifted into his daughter, right? Well, like, yeah, but, like, yeah, why, but, but I don't, why, I don't think he's going to be upfront with his daughter. I think he would be a more upfront with the package that he's trying to get to the drop zone, but I think he's going to be less upfront with his daughter because you want to be a good role model for your daughter. Well, and I think my, my problem was, is that, um, they said like, oh, she she doesn't know, like it's gonna be painless, like she didn't have a choice in it, sort of thing. If yeah. she had had a choice and they told him like she made this decision, this is what she wants to do, and then he had gotten her out and then lied about it, like some you know, raiders came and I had to get you out, then I'd be okay. I think. Wait, why? Because he because he would be lying for a reason, because he knew she'd made that decision to go under and sacrifice herself. And then the lie would be like, okay, well, it's to protect her from the fact that I just killed all the fireflies yeah. to get her out of there. Um, but yeah, if if I don't understand why he lied, because if he had said, you know, oh, they were going to kill you, like, straight up without running tests or anything, or like, there's a better way to do this, I the, think she would have been understanding. I I, I, I don't think so. Yeah, I, I think, think so. I think the reason he lied is because he knows she would have done it. I mean, yeah, that's that's a good point. I, she, I mean, she, she, uh, it's, it's, uh, it's written in such a way that like, if they gave her that choice, she would have done it because she doesn't have anything. She doesn't have anybody. And she could potentially be the person to put an end to all of this, you know, just mm-hmm. by sacrificing her life. She's like, what, 14, you yeah. know, but no, I get, it. I, I get it. I totally would have. Like, if you had asked me if you thought Ellie would do it or not, I would say, yeah, she would absolutely do it. The thing, too, is that, like, she knows that he's lying. 100% she knows that he's lying. That's why I'm mad, because he's ruining their relationship. He's breaking that trust. So you're saying, if you're going to lie, do it right. Don't get caught. (laughs) Yes. No, do do it Lie with a purpose and lie with skill. Yeah, I. But it does say a lot about the relationship that she's she's choosing to believe him. I mean, not believe him, but choosing to go along with it. So, like, there's definitely hope for that father daughter relationship. I just I don't like confrontation and I don't like conflict at all. So that kind of thing, like, I'm just like, no, I just want them to get along great and for it to be happily ever after. Yeah, we'll see. I mean, we'll see what season two holds. Is, yeah. and, and at what pace because I heard that season two 
is going to be more than one season. Well, the the second game is going to be more than one season. Yeah, they're, they're, they've been talking about breaking the second game into multiple seasons, which is kind of cool. I it like makes that sense. Idea. I know there's one big plot point. It makes sense. Right? To prolong certain plot points. I think I know what you're saying. And without, yeah. you know, without, uh, again, I don't want to spoil because like, yeah. I, I said it before we started recording and I'm going to say it here and it it might upset people, which is good because I love upsetting people. Uh, I think the second game is better than the first. Um, from like a narrative perspective, the second game is better than the first because the reason I say that is because I think that it utilizes the medium of a video game like in a way that can't be done in other mm other uh, uh storytelling media um yeah in order to like put the the player the audience in a specific headspace that just enhances the story and uh uh if they can find a way to utilize that and like put the television audience in that headspace take as long as you need <laughs> I would love for them to prolong this, but that being said, not too long. I don't need them to like bleed it dry, but sure, yeah. You know, I was, I was okay. So, um, most recently, the show that I've fallen in love with that I, I haven't gone back for a rewatch, but, uh, but like just perfection 10 out of 10 for me is Andor. So, like, Andor to me was just a 10 out of 10 series like mm -hmm. it blew blew my mind it blew like just the, the Star Wars franchise like needed it such a like breath of fresh air yeah for the Star Wars um, universe yeah and Andor benefits from the fact that like they're doing 12 episodes the first season and 12 episodes the second season and then it's over because it goes right up to Rogue One and mm -hmm. that's it yeah um but, like, hopefully The Last of Us season, like, the second game isn't, like, five seasons. Yeah, no. I don't think, I don't think any, here's my problem. It's, like, the first season, you were talking about how short it felt. Yeah. And I, I feel the same, like, I would have loved more episodes. I would have loved maybe 12, I think, just to flesh it out a little bit more, because it kind of felt like, like, oh, we're going, we're going, and then just zoop right to the end. Like, at the very end, yeah. it's kind of all crammed up. And I feel like another episode or two would have been really good. Because um, we went from episode eight to episode nine. And episode eight, with that Ellie saving herself, and, yeah. like, all like that was so intense. I feel like we could have really used a breather episode between that and the finale. Because I will say, I was kind of let down by the finale after episode eight. Because it was so good. It was so good. Um, just as far as like intensity. Episode 9, it just kind of felt like it was like really slow. And then there was like a really big spike of intensity. And then it was like really slow again. Yeah. Did anybody else yeah. get that? Or was that just me being guys, super hyped by episode 8? <laughs> what, 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 what was your guys' least favorite episode then? Like if we're thinking about the flow of, of everything. Because I'm trying to, uh, so episode one and two is just kind of introductory episodes. Episode three mm -hmm. is Bill and Frank. Episode fantastic. four is when they roll into the town. And then that whole thing starts. Episode five is when it 
finishes, right? It's just two episodes, mm-hmm. right? For that, for Henry and, yeah. and that one. That's four and five. Six, six and is six. they find Tommy. Is that right? Is six Tom? Is six Tommy? I think they they meet up with Tommy, and then episode seven is like the whole going to the place and university. then he gets stabbed. Yeah. Yeah. Oh no. No, six is Tommy, seven is the flashback episode. That's right. Okay. Um I don't I don't know if I had a, I mean maybe like episode one or two, just because yeah. it there wasn't a lot going on. That's that's yeah. kind of what I would say. Like, I mean, there wasn't an episode that I didn't like. Yeah, at that's all. that's where I'm at. Um yeah. Ob- obviously episode three is the best one. Like universally. Uh, it's the best so episode because you can do um, time jumps. I think it really benefits from time jumps. Yeah, you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, it worked really well. Um, that just like flashback and then flash forward to kind of seamlessly put it into the story of like yeah. where it all lines up. Um, I think maybe episode two was probably my least just because it just felt a little underwhelming, but. I- I gotta be honest, I didn't like the mall episode. The mall that kind of popped in I, my mind too. I like I like the mall episode. There were some parts I really liked. I kept waiting also for something to jump out. So I was I was just like, I don't want to have to deal with this. Cause it I and I get it character wise, it works really well, but also uh, it was just a really slow episode. Yeah, Drew, in the game, the the DLC at least, mm-hmm. was it just one clicker or was it like a horde? Because I, I heard, I think I heard it was like a swarm of them. Oh shoot, I can't remember. Can't it's remember. Been a, okay, it's been a long time. I, I think, think that it it's was just the one that I was like, really? They both got bit. I mean, they're kids, but like they both got bit by one. Did they have a gun too? Like, if it had I... been like five, you know, they took down three of them, and then each had to fight one on one, maybe. I, I feel like it might be a couple of them at least, yeah. but uh, uh, you know, like the, um, if I, if I remember correctly and I could be way wrong, uh, the intensity of, first of all, like the DLC, you know, it's not really about the, the combat and fighting, you know, it's just about character moments with, with Ellie and her and, and Riley. Um, but there, you know, it is a video game, so they have to include that stuff. Uh, I think if I remember correctly, like you, your Ellie doesn't have a gun during that. Like, right. Riley did. Yeah. And I, I I think in the game, Riley doesn't have one either. And so like the intensity of it is that like, you're just trying to like escape or possibly, you know, one when it it comes out, like you have to just, you know, survive. Mm -hmm. Um, and I could be way wrong about that. It just for some reason that's how it, like I remember it in my head. I'm reading uh, the Wikipedia. It does say there's a horde. Okay. Okay. Yeah. That makes more they sense. Outrun, that they was... outrun most of them, and then they kill the rest of them, but then they get bit. Somewhere okay. Like. See, that would make it a little bit more intense. For I, why do you guys like, think they did just one? 
I, I would assume it's budgetary reasons. But I was gonna say budget. <laughs> really? Because they had well, because they had the big um when they were with Sam and and Henry, and they were trying to get out of the town, and there's yeah. huge just the swarm, and they've got the big bloater and like everything else. I feel like that's where they kind of blew their their budget. clicker budget, <laughs> their their you know zombie budget a yeah. little bit. Um, which was a great scene. Like, don't get me wrong, I really liked it. But yeah, I th- I, it was probably too. just a budget thing. Mm-hmm. I know that's what I'm saying. CGI. I feel like it's yeah. just I think it was a budget a budget thing more than anything else. Or I mean, it's possible. It's possible could, that it could just be you know they thought it like maybe they they thought about shooting it and then whenever they storyboarded or blocked it out, they were just like, oh, this is going to be way too much going on in frame. So mm-hmm. they just changed it to one. That's true. It was a pretty busy set with the, you know, mall and shops and yeah. stores and stuff going on. So maybe more than one would have been too much. Um, yeah, I will say, though, Bella, Bella Ramsey, right? That's mm-hmm. her name. Yeah. Um, her acting when she got bit. Just the sheer, like, terror in her screaming got me so good. She is such a good actress. But, like, just her, like, rubbing at it trying to like get it off anything like that and just her screaming i was like this this is a lot um because she's just a kid and she's just you know what 13 14 in the show and then to see that terror when she sees her friend is bitten too and it just like just drains out of her all the energy i'm like gosh she is a good actress for sure yeah she was the one who I like when I say she, I don't mean Bella Ramsey. I mean, Ellie, the character was really the only one that I was kind of like, boy, I really hope that they get somebody good to play her, you know, because mm-hmm. like she is, I mean, she's, she is the story. Yeah. Uh, pe- people love Joel, but Ellie is the story, you know? Uh, and also and anyone I, can play Joel. Let, let's be honest. Like Joel is nuanced. It is a character we've seen before. Mm-hmm. The yeah. lone wolf and cub story we've seen before. You could yeah. have gotten any any grizzled old <laughs> guy yeah. to play Joel. I love Pedro Pascal. He did a great job. But yeah, you could have inter- you know interchanged him with someone else, and yeah. it would have been okay. Ellie nailed it and brought this home. I think for the the series, and I know there was a lot of um people online like not sure about the casting for that which fell a lot a lot of them were weirdos yeah yeah they always are yeah it's it's yeah female characters hold on hold on can never win there are weirdos on the internet probably (laughs) online people are just not the best socially what no i Feel like this is always the case there's always somebody mad about the casting and they always get proven wrong i mean there's there's always going to be somebody mad about casting anything yeah. that's like an adaptation because it's not the perfect one that they saw in their head it's not the person who voiced it in the game right yeah. uh i mean we could yeah we could say that like people have their their hopes and dreams and expectations and standards for any adaptation whatsoever which is fair right mm-hmm. uh watchmen the comic to the watchmen the movie uh comic book adaptations um uh cartoons that are then made live action of course 
But there's also another layer of just female characters, female like actors, uh, just getting extra shit. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. The guys, the, the like the criticism that I had heard was that uh, she's not she's not uh, good looking enough. Oh gosh, that's what I heard. I mean, I think Bella's gorgeous, but you know, didn't they do the same thing with not not an actress, but um, Aloy's character, Horizon Zero Dot, like in the second game they were all mad at they, they changed the character model a little bit yeah. like, she's not she's not attractive enough <laughs> yeah that's yeah i mean when when they originally an, um announced that they were going to do a wonder woman movie i've always thought this that no one ever will have a universal consensus on who the right wonder woman will be because everybody has their idea of what like a perfect woman is and then nobody is happy Right? right. So when Gal Gadot was was cast, I mean, Gal Gadot got criticism, which is, yeah. you know, uh, she's uh, not my favorite, but like she, you know, she like great. Yeah, whatever. Uh, Mr. Claus said Bella Ramsey uses they them pronouns. Thank you. I I thought so, oh, but I, I wasn't hundred percent sure. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and so I feel like. Also, was Bella? Bella was in Game of Thrones, right? Yeah. As Lady Little Lady Mormont. Yeah. Fantastic. That was character. that was their first acting role. Was it really? I I believe so. Yes. Ooh, I saw it. I saw like a electric company or some sort of um, educational video. Is that, that afterwards? I think I think that came after. You know what That's I'm talking been, about? I saw it yeah, on TikTok. It's, it's been real big on TikTok uh, the last couple of days, uh, where they're singing the percentages. Circle, oh, yeah, line, yeah, circle, yeah. circle, line, circle. Circle, line, circle. I love circle. that both Bella and Pedro were in Game of Thrones. Have you seen the interview of them, like, talking about it? I, I don't know. I haven't seen that. Well, they weren't in scenes together, but, like, they were they were talking about their favorite items from Game of Thrones and stuff like that. It was, it was pretty funny. Uh, shout out to Miss Marauder. Um Miss Marauder uh, is my co-host for the Mandalorian After Show. Miss Marauder says she has said in interviews that she uses all pronouns. Most recently said she, they. Okay. Um, and so also Miss Marauder says Bella. By the way, Miss Marauder is a big Pedro Pascal fan. Just wanted to throw that out there. Who uh, is it? Aren't we all? <laughs> uh, it's like we, we go from one show to the other. The Last of Us. Where Pedro Pascal plays a plays a character, <laughs> uh, a, you know, a gruff character taking um, a special kid through. You have know, you seen? Um, have you seen world. the? Uh, have you seen that that thing that g- going around Twitter where it's Doctor Manhattan and it says it is Wednesday four seven four oh seven p.m. I am watching Pedro Pascal in a television show in which he uh, <laughs> escorts a special child across a desolate wasteland. It is Sunday, 9.09 p.m. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's great. Yeah. Um, um, Game of Thrones, yeah. Yeah. Game of Thrones was mostly British actors, though, right? And he's not, but, like, it was mostly it? British actors? Is, um... What is, what is her name? I mean, Sophie Peter Turner? Dinklage's... Is Sophie Turner? Sarah Turner is very yeah. British. 
<laughs> yeah, I mean, I, mean, I know Rose, Le- Rose Leslie, um, Lena yeah, Hetty. Yeah, no, I don't. I don't know if Niccolo Coster wears Waldo. Nikolai Coster Waldo. Yeah, he's uh, uh, he is not English, uh, but no. he is uh, he's European, so he doesn't matter. Who <laughs> does he play? I'm not. I'm not great with actors' uh, names. What's his? Uh, Lena. Jamie Hattie's. Lannister. Jamie. Oh, okay, yeah. gotcha. Not oh, Dinklage is not British. What is Dinklage? Dinklage? No, Dinklage is American. Oh, I didn't know that. His, his, his. Yeah. <laughs> the British accent. Well. His, his whole like, if you hear him speak in like his normal voice, it's just straight American accent. Um, mm. uh, wouldn't it be funny if he had like a Minnesota accent? Yeah. 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 That'd be great. <laughs> It'd be great um, if he had that accent and then he didn't cover it up for the show. <laughs> and he was just like, I drink and I know things. Yeah. <laughs> um, so Pedro and Bella were in in Game of Thrones and now they're in Last of Us and and and, and whatnot. Um uh but with this season, uh I forget where we were going before we got off track with with Game of Thrones stuff. We were about to talk about um, how cool it was that they included all those like um, medical procedures and like science stuff in the beginning of some of the episodes. We weren't, but I just wanted to make sure that we got it in there because that I liked that really a lot. That was really cool. I love <laughs> which that. part at the very beginning when they're talking about like like cordyceps and oh the talk the show TV in the first shows? episode, yeah, 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 and then like the, the Indonesian uh, pri- uh, scientist. Yeah, the, mm-hmm. uh, the second uh, autopsy in the second one. Yeah. Oh, I forgot about that. Ugh. Ugh. <laughs> that, was a, that was a rough watch for me. Right, I think it's the I think it's an autopsy in the mm-hmm. second episode. It could be in yeah. the third. It's in the it's the second second's the okay. autopsy because that's the it's towards the beginning. That, that was the one that takes place in Indonesia. Okay. Yeah. I yeah, thought... no, I loved I loved that. Yeah, I loved seeing that stuff. I thought that was great. Anyway, we were not going there, but I liked that. Well, now I, we're here. I so remembered. We're, we're talking about it. <laughs> yeah, no, I... Oh. Because that's what they started like, out bomb, with, right? bomb, bomb everything? Yeah, bomb. It's like, oof. Oof. Yeah. Uh, Miss Marauder says, I love that the second episode revealed that it was the carbs that did everyone in. Oh yeah, like how it got uh spread and the around flower? the country. Yeah. Yeah. Um yeah, I'd be screwed. <laughs> I eat way too much pasta. Did every did every episode have a flashback like a N- not everyone. Open? They mm-hmm. they oh. eventually like kind of stopped doing it, but I think it was a great way to explain to the audience very easily like what's happening. The backstory. Built, yeah. Build build the world out. Because like in the game, you learn about that stuff through documents, you know? Kind of I was, I was Resident ask, Evil. Yeah, they, they have a lot of like the you pick it up and read it for the lore kind mm-hmm. of things. But if so you don't want to pick it up, about. you don't have to pick it up, right? I'm so yeah. terrible about that. Um yeah, but the the show did a great job of just introducing, like, here's where we're at, here's how it happened in two minutes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It also had the good and also bad luck of coming out right after we just watched a virus completely spread across the entire globe. So mm-hmm. like, it's really 
not that much setup needed anymore. <laughs> no, I feel like any of these were just like, yeah, yeah, it makes sense. We would all be doomed. Yeah. Um. Again, it was my first uh kind of foray into this fungal disease um idea because I had never thought about that before. Mm -hmm. uh, and it's funny because uh Drew, I don't know if you've read X-Men. Have you read X-Men recently? I have uh read like two X-Men comics ever. Oh, okay. So <laughs> there's a there's a new character uh that they brought in and I didn't realize that maybe they were I don't know whatever. His name is Cordyceps Jones. Okay. And he's he's um he's a, a human astronaut dead. He's like a skeleton, but then out of his mouth comes this big sentient fungus that talks out of the body. Mm -hmm. And um his name's Cordyceps Jones. And then when I hear Cordyceps, I think of him, which is weird because The Last of Us came out before. But I do well, think yeah. um but the the like the first episode and the second episode, the flashbacks in the beginning, uh, helped me understand like what was going on. And those, I, I mean, cordyceps, that's a real thing. Yeah, like, yeah. you know, it's not just it, it doesn't affect humans. Uh, yeah, you know, we're like it it it's like incompatible with the human nervous system or something for like that. For now, for now, <laughs> until but, global like, warming. I think I think in uh, in the first episode or the second episode, um, it shows it like happening to an ant, which mm -hmm. is like insects are what are usually infected by these things. And it does just like it kills it kills the host, but it just takes over their body and they will continue working and, and eating I, and stuff like that. I remember learning about that, like in science class, like there was a little a little chapter about it and i was just like this is so weird and creepy but cool i guess yeah and then to have that I, that actual thing taken and turn into a concept of zombies i just i thought it was really really cool i i did not know <laughs> that it was a real thing until i played the last of us and then uh i don't know it was like reading when i finished it i was reading about it online because you know like when you when you mm -hmm. finish something but you still want to yeah. you know learn Be about it. i go on wikipedia and i go on reddit after yep. like yep. every movie that i watch i go on wikipedia reddit you go reddit. to the subreddit and read all the comments yep. yeah and yep. yeah that's what i did i went to wikipedia clicked on the cordyceps and it told me the whole thing about the ants and i was just like oh that's crazy i didn't realize that that was a thing it's gross <laughs> it's gross uh also can animals get taken because i i talked about it on a tiktok when i was watching the first episode I thought that dog was going to get infected. But you know, then... I, in, in, oh, the, oh, in the, the game, yeah. in the game, I don't remember any animals. Um, so I don't think so. Are there uh -huh. like zombie dogs or am I imagining that? That might be Resident Evil. Like zombie flicker dog things. Am I thinking of, I might be thinking of Resident Evil. Because yeah, Resident Evil has zombie animals. Yeah. I don't, I don't, now yeah, that, I don't now remember. Now that you say it, I don't remember any animal. Because that would spread like crazy. Wouldn't that suck to get like yeah. a like a bunch of horses? Just, <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah. just oh, you know running, running through? Uh, 
I believe in, um, I just did a quick, uh, I just did a quick little search. You're talking about monkeys? Yeah, it said, you know, monkeys, but they don't really show. Um, I'm on the, I'm on the, the last of us subreddit now. And they're kind of just saying like, no, like, uh, uh, there are there are monkeys that are infected the fireflies uh infected them uh i i thought those monkeys are going to be infected and in the the research lab episode when they were but they don't show like no i I thought it was going to be like uh um in the hunger games the catching fire with the the monkey things that attacked them i don't know if anybody else remembers this in the arena there's like crazy monkey things that just tear you to pieces oh that's what i was imagining was gonna happen yeah i thought that was just josh hutcherson (laughs) (laughs) uh, um (laughs) uh i need to go back and rewatch hunger games that's just a separate thing you do that is actually one uh the first and second one the last two i'm okay with it I'll, I'll, i'll i mean i've seen them but like, I'll go back and I'll rewatch. I've never read the books, but like, I feel like I should go back and I rewatch. They're, them. they're really good. They're actually very good adaptions too. Going back to adaptions from book yeah. to, to they did a really good job. So yeah. Um. Again, the the last two, take it or leave it. I didn't like the last book though. So that's oh. that's again me being all I want a happy ending. So just I'm just yeah. <laughs> Does she get with Peta? Yeah. Because yeah, Gail made bombs, a bomb. yeah. and the bomb killed Prim. So yeah. she's like, nope, can't look at you without thinking of that. So yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's fair. <clears throat> uh, Hunger Games had dogs too. Oh yeah, Hunger Games the had mm-hmm. the mutations. Yeah, yeah. in yeah. the books, uh, in the books, they're like. They have the faces of you the t- tributes, They have right? the faces and, like, the eyes of the tributes. It's super creepy. I wish they had done that in the, the movie, but I, I kind of get my video. But yeah. that would have been more intense. In this final episode of Last of Us, we get a flashback to Ellie's mom, uh, played by Ashley Johnson, who was Ellie in the games. Mm-hmm. Um, and we get a little... That... I don't know if it's is it revealed in the in the in the game, Drew, that like she was bitten at the time of giving birth thing. Ellie's mom is as is not mentioned in the game. Um, that scene is made up just for the show. Uh, so there really is no like Ellie doesn't know why. And, and you know, you as the audience don't know why uh, she's uh, immune. So. That like is the first time that they kind of gave an explanation for it, which uh, I was really excited about. I, I I thought that that was a really cool thing to do. Mm-hmm. Yeah, do I you liked feel it. like the do you feel like the fireflies knowing that that's what happened could have just experimented on babies? I think they did. Mm. I think mm. they did at some point. They had they had to have if they were willing to just put Ellie under the knife, like straight right. away without being like this w- could be our only specimen if they're like we could possibly recreate it you know i wonder if that's something that you'll see in season two I-, I was about to say you know what i don't think that they did i just remembered i don't think they did yet because they didn't realize ellie was 
immune until that until the last episode started. one yeah, yeah they had sure, no yeah. idea there was going to be any effect on her so and that would be something that only like marlene marlene, marlene would really name? would really know right she was right? there and that, <laughs> i don't know if, you know i mean i'm sure she's told people by now but um yeah I don't know. yeah uh ellie's mom also was like i got bit after i gave birth yeah but you're kind of like did you did you really because yeah. you're probably just saying that so i won't kill the baby right here now you know right makes sense right yeah oh yeah uh miss marauder says but they didn't technically know because her mom lied about when she cut the cord yeah mm-hmm. that's what it was yeah cutting when she cut the cord yeah. um yeah uh there's a lot that went on this episode or this this show i'm not sure we we've jumped around because we kind of started talking about the end and everything <laughs> but like i don't know if there's any any like final thoughts about kind of that we we haven't touched on i mean we didn't touch on episode seven um that much but the weird cannibal guy and his group and like i, I loved and hated that episode so much. Yeah. i also i uh how like okay just because i'm used to the walking dead mm-hmm. i've accepted the fact that like yeah maybe they might turn to cannibalism that part wasn't as gross as him being a rapist slash creep. Oh, dude, I called it so early with that character. I was like, mm, I'm getting gross vibes from this guy. Like with his interactions with Ellie, like straight away, they're first when they're sitting by the campfire just talking. I was like, there's something up with this guy more really? than just yeah. And I I you called it, it so fast. And Taylor was like, he's like, oh, I'm not getting that. And then it happened later in the episode. I'm just like. So she's saying you can you can usually tell. Um, but yeah, it was just it was so satisfying the ending. Like, yeah. yeah. More than more than just Ellie, but also like her reunion with Joel too was just I was like, yes, finally. Okay. We've we've accepted it. We're in this this father-daughter relationship. We're good to go. Yeah. Drew. Yeah, I agree. Just yeah, everything you said, I agree with it. Mm-hmm. I think is it I the same the, in the is it the same in the game? It's very similar. Um, I mean, it's 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 very similar. Um, I think it's it's you know kind of prolonged in the game because like that's the section of the game where you actually get to play as Ellie mm-hmm. uh, for the first time. So you know there's a whole thing with like you have to have a fight with like basically the whole town and stuff like that but when it really boils down to like the plot points um it's 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 it's, yeah it's just a shortened version and it's cool and i think that that dude who played uh david uh is was really good oh yeah no being so horrible (laughs) i i think a lot of people too were expecting joel to come in and save the day and i love that they didn't do that Mm mm-hmm yeah. Um, because again, it was more of like, yeah, she, like Ellie is very capable on her own, but she's like still needs Joel, obviously. But um, it was it was very 
it was it's kind of like a proud mama moment you know where you're just like that's my girl yeah go ahead go beat him up you know skate by yourself kind of thing um yeah I'm, I'm glad they didn't have Joel save the day there like he was there he was on standby but in the end it was it was Ellie yeah well uh Miss Marauder, if you want to clarify things in the chat, Miss Marauder says, but all the ladies I know got the R vibe from the final fight, and the dudes were like, oh, was that the vibe? I thought he literally tried to. Like, he, like... He did. He straight up said it. Like... <laughs> yeah. I love the fight or something he said. So I thought it was pretty... Yeah, pretty the fight is, like, the, the part I enjoy the most or whatever. And I'm like, isn't oh. there a shot... Isn't there a shot of him like fumbling with his belt or something too? I think there is. Uh, Miss Marauder says it's much more subtle in the game. She, she's talking about the game. Oh, that, okay. That I the think, guys playing the game didn't pick it up. I think in the game, um, like there's talk of him kind of, you know, the, there was it was in the in the show too. There was talk that like, oh, he was gonna make her like a wife and like breed her, mm -hmm. you know. Yeah. Like, I think that's in the game, but it's not, like, yeah, it's not just straight up, like, we're doing this now kind of thing, you know? Yeah, they they probably pushed that in the show just to make it I, more, because they didn't have enough time to, like, yeah, you know, beef it up a little bit. Yeah, it's, an e it it's, it's kind of an easier way to, the, you know, the way that, like, you would shoot it is probably easier to show those sorts of things than it is mm -hmm. in the game. Uh, I just realized that the fact that Ellie is a lesbian uh, takes out a theory that, like, would have been a thought, is that, like, if, like, if Ellie had kids, would those kids be immune? I don't know. Like, I don't know. I mean, it... she can, she can, she can still have kids. Yeah, <laughs> like technically, yeah. Yeah, but well, in 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 our society, you could anyway. Whatever, anyway, whatever. But I don't know how the dystopia works. Um, so, uh, the way that children are made is, <laughs> yeah, you would just. Yeah. I mean, it would, you would just have to do it the old-fashioned way. But but not if. But you couldn't do a, you couldn't do like a surrogate. You couldn't do whatever. So if she's lesbian and not bi, then that might not be. I mean, like if an interest. Sure, I mean, you know, it might not be her first choice. But if she wanted to, right? But, but, uh, I think if you just sit and think about Ellie for a few minutes you'll realize that the last thing she would ever want to do is have a child not because she doesn't want to have a, it's because the the world sucks yeah. you know yeah 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 i also thought if ellie bites someone do they i've i've thought about that too yeah does she have she, tendrils she, in her she used her that to to threaten david mm -hmm. right oh yeah so I I don't know if it's actually a but thing. yeah I I it's I mean, yeah it's it's very possible she's just bluffing but and also I think um, another thing this is just something that you you said it and I, I realized that I've thought about it before 
Um, you know, people were upset um, that Ellie was a lesbian because like, you know, the game was woke and the show was woke mm-hmm. and all that stuff. But like from a writing perspective, making Ellie, uh, making Ellie gay, like it's kind of gene, like it's kind of really smart because I mean, Joel's like supposed to be, I don't know, in his fifties and she's supposed to be like 14, but there are still going to be people who would watch it and think like, Oh, there's going to be a romance between them someday. Mm, you you know? are so right. Yeah. And, and that eliminates that possibility immediately very quickly that's smart that is smart it really is just like it's 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 subtle and it does a lot for her character but also like it just completely eliminated that possibility at all and so people who were playing the game or watching the the show um just wouldn't be thinking that Mm -hmm. at like at all yeah Um, mr plow brings up barbara gordon and bruce wayne that's what happens when you when you don't lock stuff down. Uh, right. Barbara Gordon is like a daughter to him. Why would he do that? Anyway. Um, but also, I will say that her being a lesbian is like, at least in the game, hinted at a tiny bit. But it's like, you don't know it for sure until <laughs> the DLC. Mm-hmm so like yeah well in this show it's in this show it's the same thing right maybe yeah i mean it's possible that i just went in knowing already so like for me it was like obvious from the beginning i also i already knew so i was kind of i i mean i got it right away but again it could be because i already knew yeah yeah uh and and we won't go over spoilers for the second game even though i kind of know what's going on but rather keep it you know, I'm. We could talk for more time. We were talking about the second game and kind of what happens there, but uh, for the sake of this, there is. I'm. I'm no spoilers. But yeah, there was a very cool Easter egg, giant Easter egg, in that last episode for the second game. And I was watching it with my friend. We're we're sitting here, and when we realized what it was, uh. I turned to him and I was just like, I wonder how they're going to do that in the second game. And he was like, they don't have to. It's probably just an Easter egg. And I was yeah. like, but it's all connected, man. You know, <laughs> It's the giraffe. It's the giraffe. That was a real giraffe, by the way. I Yeah, I saw that. Wait, at, like behind every, the scenes. I was like, everything really else was CG. Was CGI. I really yeah. thought it was CGI. I, I was trying to figure out like, huh, CGI. Not looking too good. That <laughs> it's a it's a real this is, trap. This is where we've gotten in the world. We've gotten the, we've gotten to the point where we look at real and go, hmm, these That's graphics fake. could be better. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I step well, outside. It... <laughs> I step outside before I go to work every morning. You know, I walk into the school and I'm just like, hmm, no. Oh, those, school those simulator quite rendered in yet. Dang. Yeah. Exactly. Have you guys seen Wild Wild West? Uh, the, the with Will Smith. Yeah. Yeah, I've seen that. There's a scene where he thinks the lady is Kevin Klein's character in disguise. Right. So he like smacks her bosom and like then they like, okay, we're gonna hang him now. But like the point being is like he thinks it's her, and he's like, Oh, these are so real. 
and like whatever but like that's what what it's like you slap the giraffe being like this is fake cgi and then the giraffe kicks you solid analogy yeah i don't know why i brought up wild wild west but (laughs) i i i what i'm taking away from that is that i would love to see how giraffes fight each other i think they kick they probably kick right it's it's i mean oh no don't they don't they hit um necks like with their necks i think they whip necks i think maybe yeah (laughs) I know what I'm looking up to. Uh, as I said, I'm going on Google yeah. for after this. Uh, I want to thank you guys so much for coming on the show. And taking do you time think out of that? What's that? Do you think that there are like illegal giraffe fighting rings in the world? I think it'd be hard, sure to, hope hard to hide. I sure hope not. I mean, people poach. But I don't think people, you can't catch and and transport a giraffe. With an attitude like that, you can't. Because I don't think elephants, elephants, like, people will kill them and take what they, you know? I don't think you transport elephants. The thing about elephants, though, is that they have that memory thing where they never forget. Which means, and I looked this up, this is actually true, elephants hold grudges against people. Yeah. And they will hold that grudge for life. Well, did you hear about the, the one who stormed the, like came back to the lady and like killed the lady in the village or whatever. I didn't, but it makes sense to me. Yeah. It was like a poacher, some poaching thing. And then like later, but also let's just be, I mean, you know, I'm not saying that it's easy to capture a giraffe. I just think it would be easier than capturing an elephant, but you know, that's, I just agree to disagree. I'm going to go into Google docs right now and type into my story idea document illegal giraffe fighting ring and we'll see how it works out there you go you might get drafted be careful <laughs> this I'm guy's write... obviously interested mm. how, how do you feel about an internship <laughs> uh well you know hey if they're paying medical i mean we gotta we gotta do what we gotta do um thank you guys so much for coming on the show thank you to everybody out there for watching if you're watching us live you're watching us probably on twitch.tv slash the king show or maybe youtube.com slash the king show uh i saw mr plow out there ctk ctk invasive uh miss marauder um um there was a bunch of other people uh i'm like having to scroll up sean xstl alec from state farm uh, maybe even more people. Who knows? Who knows? If you're watching us live, you're watching us there. If you're listening to us uh, and you weren't watching us live, you're probably listening to the podcast uh, on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, SoundCloud, Spotify, iHeartRadio, uh, or Stitcher, because we're on Stitcher now. Before we get going, um, Ryan, where can people find you online? What do you got coming up? Anything you want to plug? Uh, you can find me on Instagram, TikTok, pretty much everywhere. Uh the handle ginger snark, not ginger shark. <laughs> a little bit of a difference there. Um, I, I I don't really have like a thing going on right now. I'm just kind of posting what makes me happy and having fun with videos. I do have some hair tutorials coming out and some plans to jump back into the hair recreation series where we create hairs from TV shows and movies, things like that. Be super fun. If you are a fan of Lego, I do live stream on Twitch 
every Tuesday. So tomorrow night at 6 p.m. Um, Pacific Standard Time, we do Lego builds. It's super fun if you guys want to come hang out. Um, but yeah, that's pretty much what I got going on right now. Awesome. Um, I just realized there's no Last of Us Lego sets, so. Not yet. I'm sure someone could build one. Take the Demogorgon, like. I'm sure there's thing. already something, something out there, some kind of mock. It's yeah. It's up. <laughs> I'm sure. Um, um, but thank you, Ryan, so much for coming on. Thanks for having me. Drew, where can we find you? What do you got coming up? Anything you want to plug? I know you got, I know you got something to plug. Uh, so I got, uh, if, if you, you find me, uh, on almost all the social media, uh, my name is the same everywhere. It is Drew X deficit. You spell deficit D E F I C I T. Uh, cause people always think there's two E's in there. There's not. Um, then, uh, the, I mean, uh, I'll plug it. Uh, I, uh, Justice League Cosmic Chaos, uh, the new video game for uh, all consoles, has been released. I co-wrote the script for it. It has been, uh, dare I say it, universally praised uh, yeah. for its writing. Um, so uh, if you go check the reviews consistently, they say the best part of this game is the writing. Uh, I don't mean to toot my own horn, but... Uh, <laughs> And so uh, that's that's what I got. You can go play that uh, and you can uh, uh, see my little uh, contribution to the, the the legacy of the DC universe. Um, so it's in stores now. Every console go buy it. Buy two copies. I don't get paid. Console. I don't get paid either way. I already got paid for my time. But, you know, <laughs> just, you know, go buy it. Yeah. Yeah. Support it. Um, that's super cool. That is super cool. Both you guys are awesome, and I want to thank you both so much for coming on this. Because you guys, right. you guys got other stuff you could be doing, but you're here. I literally don't. No, I don't have do. anything that I could be doing. Giraffe internships—that's a thing. Yeah. Um, writing your sequel to your to your Justice League game. <laughs> you know, got to get thinking about that. So, two cosmic, know. two chaos. Yeah. You know, there's a lot. There's a lot you could be doing. So, thank you guys so much. Uh, for everybody uh, out there, uh, Instagram and TikTok are our two biggest uh, social media platforms at The Keeg Show. Pretty much find us at The Keeg Show or slash The Keeg Show, wherever. Instagram and TikTok are big ones. Facebook and Twitter, we're also on. Um, we got a Patreon, patreon.com slash The Keeg Show. Um, but yes, we do multiple shows a week. We talked about a Mandalorian after show on Tuesday nights, Wednesday mornings. Thursdays is Comic Talk. And then The Keeg Talks is a different topic every single week, uh, mostly on the weekends. So thank you guys so much for uh, coming out, being a part of this. Once again, I'm your host, Demetri Pereira, and this has been The Keeg Talks, The Last of Us. Take care, everybody. Bye-bye. Super fast.